Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> it's nice to finally meet you officially. Officially, <laughs> we have been communicating. I was looking back since like 2020. Seriously. Just yeah. I think it was the video about the Mavs or the podcast about the Mavs because one of my best friends and I, like, that's when we found you and we were just obsessed. We're like, okay, finally someone has our back. Like, and then ever since then, I've just been like so active on your social media and like listening to all your episodes. So (laughs) that is so touching. Thank you so much. You guys, I am so excited. I have Sam Popham. Am I just giving you a nickname here or that's? No, that's that's right. Yeah. Yes. Call me Sam. (laughs) In my mind, we're old friends, but Thank you so much for joining. Today, we are going to be talking about your beautiful blog, The Sideline Secret, and I could not be more excited, but welcome to the Pro Chilling Podcast officially. It's so nice to finally, finally meet you, and we have a lot to talk about. (laughs) So happy to be here. Thank you for having me on and letting me talk about my blog and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, congratulations, obviously. I'm obsessed with your whole Instagram and the website. It's just like, it's so beautiful, just for the record. It's just like very easy. <laughs> um, but tell me about your background a little bit in dance and kind of why you chose to start a blog covering the pro cheer space in this way. Yeah. So I actually, I didn't start dancing until later in the game. I played soccer like all growing up till I was like 10 and then I went into gymnastics and then that's kind of where I got like my tumbling background and all that and I decided in high school I wanted to be a cheerleader so I tried out for the cheerleading team and because of like my tumbling background um, I actually made varsity my first year so I'm like okay I have a natural talent here (laughs) and then I did cheerleading my first two years so that's all I did like I had no dance background at all So my sophomore year of high school, I found like the NFL cheerleading teams and the NBA dance teams on YouTube. And I was just watching, yeah, I was watching their videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am obsessed. And I actually think I was typing in just like cheerleading videos. And of course, like the NFL cheerleaders were popping up. Right. That's when I was like, wait, that's what I want to do when I grow up. Like that's who I want to be. And so, I just like started stalking like all the NFL and NBA teams and I was obsessed from that moment. And that's when I started to like actually research and I was like, well, how do I become this one day? Mm -hmm. And so that's when I realized, even though we're called like pro cheerleaders or, you know, NFL cheerleaders, whatever we're called, we're dancers Mm -hmm. at heart. Like all of us are dancers. And that's when I realized, okay, if I want to do this one day, I need to make that transition from cheerleading to dance because as much as they may be similar, they're very different, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like technique. (laughs) 
because in cheerleading, like you're doing herkies, right? So that's great. You're learning to jump and all that. But in dance, like you're doing pirouettes, you're, you know, you're working ballet fundamentals. So, you know, that's, that's something I had to come to terms with and realize I'm in kind of the wrong thing. I need to start transitioning into dance. And Mm -hmm. we didn't have a dance team. So I was like, well, what do I do? (laughs) So that's when I, my best friend and I, she was a cheerleader too. I'm like, let's start a dance team instead. Like we have no dance team here. And obviously that's what I wanted to do. Like, yeah, I wanted to be a professional dancer one day. So I was like, square one is I need to start dancing. (laughs) No more cheerleading. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we started a dance team, which still continues on today. Very proud of that. (laughs) I know, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we did that and literally all we would do, and this is probably bad, but we would learn the NFL and like NBA routines online and we would just teach them to the dance team we didn't know you know like we're little high schoolers and we're just like we just dance we don't know what to do like this is what we want to do one day so I guess we'll just learn their routines and perform them so after high school I auditioned for like a semi-pro team in Colorado and I somehow made that I had like no dance background but I've always been a performer that's Mm -hmm. always been like what gets me but I had no technical background. We went across the floor, like, you know, we do in auditions. And I kid you not, I couldn't even do, like you had to do the six step. I was just walking and then through like a single, I was like, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was shocked when I made the team, but a lot of pro dancers started in that team. So I was like, okay, that's like, I'm gonna try out. And I somehow made it, spent two years on that. And then I started my college hip hop team after that. So, yep, first two years of college, I did the semi-pro team, and then I started the hip-hop team my last two years of college. Okay. And that was just, like, again, we just did, like, a pro-style dance. During my whole college career, I was trying out for pro teams. Oh, So, the teams here in Colorado, too, they're professional, but, like, you know, you have, like, lacrosse, right? (laughs) Indoor, outdoor. In Colorado, a lot of those teams... They're like sister teams almost, you right, know, like right. our, our community in Colorado is very close knit. So it's just like anything, like a career, you know, you have to grow and learn about the industry and then you move on exactly. to like bigger teams and whatnot. So I had been trying out, I probably went through like five auditions <laughs> with other professional teams. I had tried out for like NBA dance team a couple times. Altogether, yeah, I probably tried out like five times. And finally, after three years of auditioning for our lacrosse team, I made it. (laughs) And that was at the end of my college career. So literally five auditions. I was like, this is never going to happen for me. But every single year that I tried, I wanted it more and more because I'm like, oh, they keep cutting me. Now I want it even more than I did before. So I'm pretty sure that's why too, like my passion for it is so big is because I kept getting told no so much that I'm like, okay, now I have to have it. Now I yeah. want it like 10 You can't tell me no. Like that's just sometimes where it's like, no, you can't tell me no. Like I'm, cause you, yeah. the, the passion and the desire does not like go away just because you're told no. It's just really like, what do you do with it at that point? Exactly. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You have to decide yeah. like, do I want to keep going with this? It's part of the job there's gonna be a lot of rejection can I handle that and I was like no but I'm gonna keep going still (laughs) like I thought I was good enough to be on the team at that time but and I think that's how it goes for a lot of dancers if you're not recording yourself and watching yourself 
you think you're not doing anything wrong. You could have like the worst hair whip in the world, but in your mind, it's amazing. And you're like, wait, why did that person not like my hair whip? And I see that a lot too with the classes that I teach in Denver. It's kind of like a pro prep kind of dance class. It's like dancers, they're like, what can I work on? What can I work on? I'm like, record yourself because you'll never ever know what's wrong unless you watch yourself. You've got to be your own coach, especially when you're auditioning and you don't have a coach yet. (laughs) So so you just, you got to keep dancing. Like you can't just like keep going to audition after audition. You have to like grow yourself. And that's what I was doing. You know, I was like on my college dance team and I just, I kept going, but I kept auditioning year after year. And honestly, every single time I went to an audition, I feel like I grew more and more. And it's not even just like my dancing group, but like my confidence walking into an audition. When you walk in for the first time, it's nerve wracking. Like you're a hundred percent not yourself. So it just continuing to go to auditions, just kept building my confidence and like allowing me to showcase my actual skills. I made it after three years, but if anything, it made me love it even more and be so much more grateful, put 10 times more work into it because I knew what it was like not to make it and want it. Yes. Yeah. It's all feeding you and helping you develop just as a dancer and as a performer. And that self-awareness is so key. Like you do have to find a way to remove yourself from how you think you look and dance and be able to objectively watch yourself back. Yeah. And realize, could there be more energy? Like how strong are your movements? Like all those things. And if you can't pick apart like something that you could have done better or differently, then you might have to take off the rose colored glasses a little bit. But exactly. that's Gotta how you call yourself you. out. Yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. better for you to do it than kind of like the judges that are there when exactly. it's kind of to do anything about it. So that's such yep. great advice. And that was another article I think I've noticed from your Oh yeah, I did. I I did one on my Mm -hmm. journey, kind of like, how did I make it that last year? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I spent three years on the lacrosse team and that whole time I was trying out for the NBA dance team, my dream team, because we actually, we have the same coach too. So like I said, the dance community is very small, like we're all intertwined. And I was like, that's why I was like, I knew I had to be on that team because I'm like, she, she's my idol. I knew her before she even knew my name. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, I have to dance for her. Like, I'm just going to keep trying out for these two teams because that's who I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Having that kind of like laser focus or at least like knowing what you want. I get yes. so energized by people who just have given it thought, have researched it, and they just know what they want to do. You know, you just get driven yeah. to reach that goal. And it does make you treasure it that much more once you attain it. Like I literally have somewhere around here, like the vision uh-huh. board that I made when I decided to go after becoming, uh, we were called the Seagulls back then, but, yeah. and I'm not an artsy crafty person. So it's a joke and I'm, I should take a picture one day and just <laughs> post it. Um, but yeah, in this corner I had, I went to be a seagull and I drew some really oh, raggedy little pom poms, but like I knew what I wanted to do. And I just yes. think kind of with all the notes that I got on my fourth try making it, you couldn't shake my desire to make that dream come true. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like my beginning backgrounds. And then from there, I just, I was continuously dancing. I actually never took dance class. So if there's any like dancers out there who maybe they are transitioning from like something else or whatever their story may be, and they don't have all those fundamentals, that's okay. Because I feel like as long as you have that passion and that drive, just like anything, like you can accomplish anything because I was 
what, 17 when I started dancing. I couldn't even do a single turn. I didn't know what to do. I saw the like the cheerleaders doing it from the videos I was watching. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I guess I'm just gonna spin around. <laughs> um, but no, so, but you have to start somewhere. And it's like, you're so right about exactly. like, the only thing that's gonna push you to gain those skills, especially when you're starting late. I mean, you started at 17. I kind of started, frankly, in my thirties in terms of transitioning from cheerleading background from college to not doing anything for a good chunk of years and then deciding to go back to it. But yeah, it's really like that determination. Like I'm going to figure out how to do that and (laughs) come hell or high water. And you just try your best to figure it out. But it's not impossible, like you said, to make that transition. You just have to keep adding and building on those skills. That's so cool that that's your start. I mean, especially starting a dance team in school, kind of mirroring it after what you see in the pros. I mean, you were determined. I love it. Yes, literally, like the videos on YouTube, that is the reason I am now an NBA dancer because I'm like, this is what I want to do. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. want to be this one day. So yeah, anyone out there who's like starting late and I teach dance classes and I see older dancers coming in all the time and you can just tell, like I talk to them after and they're just so defeated because they're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm this age or I, I didn't grow up dancing and I just feel like I can't do it. And it's like, no, like literally I started at 18 you can do it. It's about putting that work in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and I didn't have, we didn't have all the pro prep stuff that they have now. Like we didn't have that. That's why I'm like, I love all of the pro cheerleading stuff that's coming out. Like it started with your yes. podcast. It truly did because you're the first thing that was really out about us. I think the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders always had like their, whatever the behind the boots or something like that podcast that was focused on their team. But I was like, dang, it's nothing that really just gets all this information in one space, like you said, for us, by us kind of thing. But I think there are like a couple websites. I know that like you're grabbing from a bunch of different places to try to get all the information about this space in one place and tips and pointers and all of those things that like, I'm so glad that your site covers because it's just so fragmented and yes, you should research, but sometimes it shouldn't be that hard <laughs> to like pull it all together. Exactly sure. right. Like, you know how it is. It's like a Google search, but there's so many different platforms and you're just like, oh, I just want to know like everything to do with pro dance because this is what I love. This is what I want to know about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the topics that really make sense to care about and the real deal conversation about it and not articles that are written out there that don't really capture our space well. I mean, you've made it to the pro level and I love your story and background and that you're able to share that with people like, yes, it can be done. It's going to take some hard work, some, you know, some research and commitment, but what was it that triggered the desire to start the blog? Yeah. So like giving I'm, people all the shortcuts and secrets. So come on, Sam, you got to let no. people know. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually, so I started it during the lockdown. Um, That's where my idea came from because so I, like I mentioned, I teach pro dance, like prep classes. It's called Halftime Jazz. I teach pro style choreography. It's all like aspiring dancers in the area. And with that, like it just slowly started building to this desire of like, I remember being that girl. Like I said, I was 18, just like star eyed about all the pro cheerleaders out there. And I can see it in my dancers now. And it's like, I wish I could just tell them everything I I have to give, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I wanted to put that on a bigger platform, not just in my dance class. Like, again, we have a lot of stuff out there now for pro cheerleading, which is amazing. And I also just wanted to add to that and like 
again, a one-stop resource. You know what I mean? Like it's got tricks, it's got a health and fitness section. Like I just wanted to kind of bring everything together and Mm -hmm. also make us feel a little bit more united because as you've talked about in your podcast, it's just like, we're so separate and no one really knows what we do. And I just wanted to like bring that together. Mm -hmm. Um, But with my class, so um, the owner actually reached out to me and she wanted me to do a quick Q&A just on a couple of things like on pro cheerleading. And after that, after answering those and like making the video for her, I was just like, this was really valuable information. And I feel like so many people would want to hear this. Like I would have wanted to hear this. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what sparked it. There's so many things that can come of this, but I just want to start out by creating content that pretty much is just like a Q&A with pro dancers. I'm only one journey. There's so many journeys out there and it's like mm-hmm. people spend their whole lives. Like I said, you know, I was 18 when I wanted to become a pro cheerleader. Now I'm 27. So it's one of those things. Like I just you still look 18 for the record. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> but yeah. And it's just like, I, everyone has their own story and I wanted to, you know, you dance like what sometimes only one season with these teams, but you put a whole life's work into it. And it's like, I don't want their story to just end with that team because I know like I would want my legacy to live on. Like I spent a decade trying to be what I am now. And it's like, that should end after two years. Like I, you, you want to showcase that. And also too, you know, some of our teams, we don't have, you know, as much promotion as some of the other teams. So people may not even know you. And it's like your whole journey, you want to share that and you want to inspire someone else. Just like so many dancers inspired me. And I just want to like give that to dancers. So there's, there's so many reasons I started it. Like I started it because I want to give back to like, my young self and remembering like how I felt about the pro cheerleaders, like give that mm-hmm. back to girls that are 18 and wanting to do this. Um, also showcasing dancers, you know, like showcasing their journeys. And there's just so many, so many reasons I started it. But Yeah, no. And I, I love what you said about just each dancer that's made it to this level, feeling like they have something to give back or pass on as part of their legacy. I mean, because once the new teams like, photos go up on the site for that squad year. I mean, it's kind of like being wiped away in terms of the history of and just the mark that you would have left. And I think there's just so much that we don't really get a chance to say. And so I love, I love the spotlights that you're able to put on the dancers and even just like different things. It doesn't have to be anything like heavy of like, this is all my life's lessons that I'm pouring into this blog post, but it could just be something that shows how I was successful. These were things that worked for me, um, which I think is just a really great way of building that community. And just like, like you said, it's a continuum. And I think a lot of dancers, especially if you're getting like closer to the end of your career on a team, um, just realizing that there is something you have that's really special to give because not everybody gets a chance to do, you know, what we do. So it's great because there's like, I can relate to just with the podcast of, you know, there's always a ton of people really to interview. And I don't know why I struggle every season. Like, okay, wait, like, cause you feel so shy about reaching out to people or totally. at least I do, but. <laughs> Trust me, I feel that. <laughs> you do feel that? Okay, good. I do, yes. Uh, <laughs> but everybody has a story to share and something to give in that way. So it's just, 
it's great. I love seeing the faces and people that you've seen on social media that you get to learn more about. I love what you're doing. I love what it so much. (laughs) I know. I just want it to be like a platform for pro dancers, whether you're aspiring, whether you're a current dancer or whether you're retired or you just even want to know about us. Like I really just want it to be just like, if you want to know something about pro cheer, you just go to the website and obviously it's new. So it's still Mm -hmm. building. And I also work aside from this. So it's hard to just like continuously be, I mean, you understand, like it's hard to continue. I was going to ask you, girl, like what is your secret sauce? Because I mean, you launched in March, right? And there's already so much amazing content on there. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to give everything away. People need to obviously go to the website, (laughs) thesidelinesecrets.com. But, you know, you have a whole beauty style section with makeup, hair, game day routines. You have the health and fitness section lifestyle with like auditions information you even like have college in there I'm like dang girl like that's that's great I mean in terms of information it's so much and trying to compile all of the like audition dates and team info and descriptions and you're doing it and I have questions about how you're doing it but um but I just love like the different features I guess of the blog and like you know the insider secrets of like the tutorials and the tips and advice that people are giving and just um, the people and places and just all the things that kind of structure the site so question number one I guess is like what's your background what did you study in school are you just naturally gifted at creating beautiful content and all of the things with the site? Like, tell me your background and being able to do this because it's a lot of work, but it looks amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I actually, I graduated with my major being communication studies and minor in business. Yeah. (laughs) And I've always done like internships. My jobs after college were were all in marketing. So I already definitely have a thing for just like creating content and all that. Mm I have always been just kind of like a creator. I started my mm-hmm. high school dance team. I actually too started a hip hop team for my college because I'm just like, this is what I like. And it's all stemmed from NBA dance. That's why I'm like, my passion is so big because I'm like, literally my whole life's journey has stemmed from professional dance. And that is what it can do for you. Like that's what it does mm-hmm. for so many dancers. You know, it like molds your life in the best ways. I wanted to start something for my own. And that's always been kind of in my mind, but it just kind of came to me like during the pandemic, you're just, you know, as you know, you're at home and just kind of like hanging out. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I want to give back to my dance community. Like I wasn't dancing at that time. Um, we weren't, in the arena or anything. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where the idea stemmed. Like I had mentioned with the dance classes that I teach, it just kind of inspired me to take that further and reach out to dancers across the nation, not just here in Denver. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I'm honestly, I'm learning as I go. As you can see, my blog isn't like fully populated yet. It's only been five months up and running. Honestly, I'm not big on social media. So that's been kind of a struggle for me. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be on Instagram. I don't want to post, but I'm like, okay, well, but no one will know about it unless I do that every day. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of been a struggle, but yeah, it's just slowly growing. And seriously, every single day I learn something new and I learn like, okay, this is what I want to do moving forward. Okay. I actually need to start like planning my months because, you know, again, I also do other things aside from that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been fun and I love giving back like, everyone who has been looking at my blog, like they all love it. All the dancers that I've interviewed or like have done tutorials on or wrote about, 
they all love it and their friends love it. So that's the inspiration yeah. to just keep going and keep populating and creator to creator. It's like, there's so many aspects to it, especially if you are trying to be business minded about it. But you know, if you're a one person show, which are you, do you have like a little, okay. You do, okay. So no, you're, <laughs> you're like, no, just me. That's why I'm like, okay. It's so, cause I have so many sections, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. because I have so many goals for it. Right. Because I want to showcase every single part of it of professional right. dance and cheerleading. So yeah, like you said, we have like the lifestyle section, which is meant to be just like specific teams and leagues and then health and fitness. And it's all meant to be around pro dance and pro cheerleading. So mm -hmm. health and fitness isn't just like random workouts. It's going to be related to professional right. dance and cheerleading. So like, oh, right. you know, how to get your kicks higher, a quick article on that. And then we have beauty and style. There's makeup, hair, game day, and obviously makeup and hair. That's meant to be tutorials because for me, like even with the dance team that I'm on now, I'm always asking my friends, I'm like, how did you do your hair like that? Or like, how did, yeah. what color did you use to get your hair that color? <laughs> so I'm always just like asking everyone about their tips and secrets with makeup and hair. So I'm like, okay, well, that's definitely going to be a great part of the site because mm -hmm. you can go to makeup or you can go to hair and you can see different dancers giving you tutorials on what they do specifically for dance and cheerleading. And Especially then because there's like so many elements, like, I mean, I did like a makeup episode, but it's just like, you know, sometimes you want to know like, okay, because there's so many makeup products coming out, like what's the latest and greatest smoky eye look or which, like there's so many detailed questions that if you aren't in a locker room to kind of like spy and see what other people are using or even the makeup artists that you might have for your team, you're right. It's just like, how can you just get all this contact? Like what's in your makeup bag and tell me what you're using. Like maybe, you know, the latest and greatest and I don't have to kind of have trial and error to find it. So that's exactly. really, yeah. Exactly. And you're totally right. It's not like just the dancers in specific. Like for instance, for my NBA dance team, we have a makeup artist and she mm -hmm. was so excited about my blog. And she was one of the first people that I did a tutorial with. And she just went through on a couple of the dancers and like went through a game day routine. So mm. that's on the side. I actually have another video that I'm going to upload soon and just create like a little blog post about um, uh -huh. But same thing, like we have like makeup and a mask and then just a regular game day look. And she went through and just like talked about everything. Like, this is why I do this for the court or this is why I do this for the field. Oh my so gosh, the mask is such a big thing because being a dancer or whatever, you just kind of pay attention to things. But like when you're only working with bridging your nose up in terms of having facial expressions and I would imagine the makeup that you're wearing on your eyes and how you open up your face, since most of it's covered you can't kind of just do what you've been doing. And I don't know what happens mass down for people. I'm assuming they do their whole face and just mess their mask up, but there's a lot of, a lot of interesting information because things have changed, unfortunately. Exactly. Uh, with, yeah. Yeah. And we recorded yeah. that one during the lockdown. So we were like, we have oh, to do this. Yeah, well, especially sure. too, because like a month after that, we started going back to games and we were wearing masks and we're just like, half of us were doing like, full-on makeup but then our masks were getting ruined so we were like okay well let's stop wearing makeup so then we did like half a face yeah so we kept doing that and then later we started taking them off like for pictures and so then half of our face is done so we're just like what do we do we don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff that's like going on in my head like I wonder if you know they're just kind of doing it like 
mask down, no makeup. But then, like you said, like you could just see the landscape continuously changing based on COVID. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you keep your makeup looking right when your mask is rubbing up against your face the whole time? I don't know. These are the things that you talk about. That's what we need to get on the blog too, is someone (laughs) to share their secret for keeping their makeup on. Because I can say we're back at games right now. Mm -hmm. I'm doing full face because first off, your mask can come down. Second off, you might take it off for Mm -hmm. a photo. So it's just like, it's the right thing to do to do a full face of makeup. But, you know, you take it off at the end of the game and it's just, it's gross under there, you know? Yeah, and just all kinds <laughs> of things. Like, there's so many things. Like, that what you- yeah, I don't want to like just hold a whole episode about makeup and skin. But I know, right? I, but I think even for people who have like ideas of just skincare, considering that because your face was already trapped under makeup, and now you have it trapped under makeup and a mask and just sweat and all of those things. And so, these are things that we need to talk about. I mean, it's just a okay. matter of it's yeah. like an industry topic, but it sounds maybe to the outsiders like they're talking about hair and makeup but I mean it's it's really relative to what we do and how we take care of ourselves so right I'm always looking for feedback and also just like ideas because obviously Mm -hmm. I want to share things that people actually want to hear about Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. if someone wanted like something on skincare I would love for them to reach out and just let me know like I would love to hear about this and people who follow me now like they're always reaching out if I post like a question box or something they'll let me know which has been so helpful because it's like that's what I want to do like I want to help especially like a lot of the girls who reach out are aspiring dancers and they're like I would love to hear about this or that and so that helps me and inspires me on the things I want to continue on and continue showcasing so yeah totally went on a hair makeup tangent <laughs> no it's okay it's because we started talking about just like the different sections of the site <laughs> yeah we were talking about makeup and hair and then so there's also a game day section and it's meant to be like specifically for game days what you would have so it's like yeah if you're getting ready for a game day a lot of them I kind of want it to be just like mostly what's in my makeup bag and it's just meant to be like a really quick you can watch a video or read an article and it'll tell you everything that this specific dancer, which you can see from the profile image on the site, uses for game days. And it'll be their look and everything. So you can literally, especially when it starts to get more populated, you can kind of just scroll through and be like, okay, this dancer kind of matches my look, you know, click on it. And there's like some products that this girl uses. And it's like, okay, well, this is my look. She uses this foundation. I'm going to go get that foundation because... I love her, her game day look. So yeah. yeah. And then health and fitness meant to just be everything related to fitness and health for professional dancers, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's going to be like journeys or, you know, what goes into NBA dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a college section. So the college section that's meant to be more for like transition. So it's not actually just college like you know what I mean mm -hmm, it's meant to be more of like a transition or like let's say a Phoenix Suns dancer and they went to Arizona State it's like that would be under the college section and maybe they talked about like the differences between the two teams and how was that transition so -hmm. that's what that one is meant to be again all relating back to pro dance pro cheerleading Um, And then from there, yeah, it's just a lot of just like tips and how to exclusives. That's like stories, interviews and people, places that's meant to be 
just like the prominent people in the pro dance and pro cheerleading world where it's like, again, you have to search or like follow so many different accounts on Instagram where now you can just go to the people places site and there's everyone you, you kind of want to know about or like hear about. Yeah. Yeah. I have Michelle Vaughn on there. She was the first person that I featured and it's because I love her and I got to know her during the lockdown. I took a bunch of her classes and I was just like, I, I love her. And that's, I mean, you want to know the people in your space, choreographers, Mm -hmm. like businesses. Mm -hmm. I also featured you on there, you know, like people who are part of our world and you can just go there and hear more about it. No, I love that. Because when you think about it, and this is why I love what you're doing. I mean, there are some journalists who cover our space, even, and I think you featured Paige as well, Paige Skinner on your blog, but there aren't as many like articles and research that you can do about particular people within our space. And so I just think it's just great to have an insider perspective of how to interview, because I don't think everybody's banging down people in our world's door to interview them and get to know them and all of those things. And so like, if you are being interviewed by somebody who's genuinely interested in a part of that, it just kind of opens up a new way for us to get to know these, like you said, key figures in our in our world. And I think whether it's a podcast episode or just an article, I just think everybody has such a beautiful legacy and story. And it's like actually getting more and more sad when I think about it, if we don't have things like this that will help get those stories out where you can look back and say, in my prime, this is what I was doing. And this is, you know, and it'll still live and and be out there for people to be inspired by. So anyway, I keep going on that tangent, but I just, it's just exciting because you don't really have a way of constantly showcasing some of these amazing people in our community. I mean, we do have journalists out there writing about us and our profession, which I absolutely Mm -hmm. love because you know, you're the number one person to talk to about this because just with everything going on, like dance teams getting, you know, replaced or just completely cut out, we need people to kind of have our back and share our stories because the thing is people don't know all the hard work that goes into what we do. You know, it's mostly just friends and family. Anyone else that I talk to, they'll be like, oh, well, how much do you guys practice like once a week? I'm like, actually, no. As in being dancers, we practice three times a week for three plus hours on top of an NBA schedule and appearances. We're always out in the community and people are shocked. And as dancers ourselves, we think everyone knows that. And it's like, they don't. And that's the issue. And I think that's a big reason as to why a lot of that is happening in our world. It's just because people don't know what goes into it. People don't know, like for instance, me and my journey, pro dance and like, the idea of becoming a professional dancer, it molded my life. And I'm pretty sure if those executives knew that there's so many of us like that out there, it'd be a whole different story. And like the hard work, we don't just go out and shake our palms and, you know, dress in small outfits. That's not what we do. We work so hard. And the end goal is to be able to put on the cute outfits and the pom-poms. And I just feel like that that was another really big reason that I started this platform is because I want to be able to share what we do. You know, a lot of times, and this goes off just what we were talking about with like, for instance, Paige, she's writing so much about us out Mm -hmm. in the media. But if you do a quick Google search just on your own, there's so many articles that come up. They're not all positive, but you can tell it's written by people who have no idea what we do. They have no idea the work we put in our journeys, our 10 plus year story to get to where we are. And there's those people whether it's just out of like, to be quite honest, like potentially jealousy or Mm -hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. they're just sitting on the sidelines and making their own ideas. It's just, it's, I hated that. And I, yeah. I wanted to create a platform where you type in like, I don't know, how much does an NBA dancer make? And I don't want it to be like, do you know how much NBA dancers make? They make nothing. Like, how are they still doing this? I want it to be like, okay, you know what? This is how much we make, but it's not about that. As much yeah. as people want to think like, okay, it's, you know, you're not making any money. Why do you do that? No, we are getting paid to do what we love and we get to be on a professional platform. There's so many like amazing parts to it. And mm-hmm. I, that was a big part of starting my platform as well is because I, I want that to be the first thing that pulls up. I don't want it to be all these negative articles. Like my goal is to try and populate the internet with more positive um, yes. Churches, yes. You know, I want it to be positive because it is so positive and there's all these negative stereotypes that go around and this platform is meant to really share what we do. Like ultimately that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing whether you're a former dancer sharing your journey, whether you have a great makeup routine that works amazing for games, you're sharing that. Mm-hmm. Or for you, like you're sharing your podcast that's gives a backbone to professional dancers and cheerleaders. And that's what it's about. Yeah. And I mean, it just makes me think like, I have like little Google alerts set up, pro cheerleading or pro cheerleader or NFL cheerleader. Like I'll get a little news digest. And even just like last week, you know, there was an article of like how much do, I swear there's almost like a beacon that goes out. Like who wants to write an article about NFL cheerleaders being paid, you know? And because these articles pop up and then I'm thinking, oh, well maybe somebody did some research and actually had something meaningful to say. And whenever you click those articles, it's almost like a bot wrote it or something. I don't know, but I tweeted at the person who yes, wrote it. Yes, that's why I love you. you. <laughs> but I wasn't, you know, cause I'll talk crap, but I'm trying to just start a conversation <laughs> that highlights like, hey, you might wanna do some research. And again, like it was inaccurate in a lot of respects. And you know, the tone I, I took a little issue with and you know, she invited me to kind of communicate via DM about like what specific issues I have. And I owe her one um, because I do think we can raise these issues and complain, but like, let's have a conversation. And I would love to be able to be like, Hey, go to this website, or listen to a podcast episode. Here's some more information where you, if you research, you can actually validate the information that you're sharing and putting out instead of just regurgitating like the same crap that's out there. Cause I swear it's like, one bad article and it almost just gets repeated over and over again with different publications and I'm over it. Like a website like yours, the blog, In Our Voices, like lots of different examples. I mean, there's no excuse for it anymore. They can do their research and figure it out and report accurately, but that's, my rant is over. But I I love that, you know, having a space where you can drive people to and say, check this out for more information or accurate information, current information, like things like that. I never thought of myself in any ways part of like the press or media in that sense, but we are putting out information, accurate information, truthful accounts on our space because there's nobody else that's going to do it. We have to kind of do it for ourselves for sure. Exactly. Yep. And I was same as you, like I hate seeing articles like that. It literally breaks my heart because I'm passionate about this industry and Mm -hmm. it's molded my life, as I mentioned before. And so I hate to see negative things about it, but, and that's the thing, there's going to be negative things about everything, but there also needs to be different sources that share Mm -hmm. the truth. And that's the goal of my website, whether it's just the truth about getting ready for a game day, or it's what does it actually take to become an NBA dancer? Or like, what does it actually take to get here? 
Yeah, that information can feed to so many different audiences too, because I think, like you said, aspiring dancers, you know, you can have this goal and not really know how much work is involved and it can kind of catch you off guard when you're like maybe transitioning, like you said, from college and you're like, oh my God, like I didn't know it was going to be like this. And, you know, and then you find what the true commitment is like. Because I feel like sometimes where you're like preaching to the choir, like everybody gets it that's in this world, but it's like the people Mm -hmm. who are outside of it that really need to take some time to understand it, especially if they're going to form opinions about it. But no, this is all really just helpful information and all, like you said, consolidated in one place so that you can just have a one-stop shop. Again, the information's there, it's fragmented. Yes, you kind of want to research your team specifically, but you kind of still yes, want things in one place. place. <laughs> one place. <laughs> I, I always, like, oh, people ask, like, so how's your blog? Or, like, how's, how's your website? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it's not either of those. In reality, I mm-hmm. consider it like a platform because it's all encompassing of everything in this industry. It's not just a blog post or it's not just right, like a right. website. Like, it's really meant to be a platform And the platform is meant to bring our industry together, you know, because I just feel like we have our different teams Mm -hmm. and that's great. But like, can we find a way to bring us together? Because we're all doing the same thing. We do the same routines. (laughs) Like a lot of us do pro action dances. Like we're so, we're so similar. And, you know, with other professional teams, they have yes thank you (laughs) so I just feel like it's obviously not a union but it's meant to be maybe even the start of something like that just Mm -hmm. to bring us together a little bit more give us more of a community and information sharing because like you said I mean they're more or less the same I think definitely more similarities that kind of unite us all than differences but I do think with different programs that do things a little differently that could benefit everybody else to hear about and learn about it's like you said it's like an information sharing platform and just so people are aware you know when I think blog or website like you're thinking something to read but you have videos you have like really interactive content I think so it's not something where it's like oh go read this website or go read a blog post I mean you're the marketing guru but like it's just different ways of providing that content. So yes. there's videos, there's clips, there's all sorts of things, whether it's, you know, you're just looking at the social media, you do a great job of just having visuals and different ways of relaying the content for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> I do. And you're exactly right. Like when I was starting it and I was starting to do like the promotion for it and talk about okay. it, I didn't want to call it a website and I didn't want to call it a blog, even though that's an easy way to put it. But platform mm-hmm. is just the best word because like you said, it's the same content. It's all pro dance and cheerleading, but it's all different ways of showcasing that videos, articles, like guides, even there's just yeah. so, so much to it. It's not meant to be just a website or just a blog. Like yes. I really consider a platform because it's so much more than just like, oh, it's a website. <laughs> yeah. And talking about community, um, how are you connecting everybody uh, via social media? Yeah. So right now I'm most active on Instagram. That's kind of how I showcase, okay, we have like a new article out or a new video out. And that's too how I reach out to like the dance community. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously the website itself, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel for the site. Good point to mention that. Yeah. If you want to just go look at videos. So on the website, there's the article, the video will be in there, but it's linked to the YouTube channel. So if you ever just want to like go watch tutorials or journeys, Anything that has to do with pro cheer and dance videos, it's going to be on the YouTube. So a lot of the people that I featured 
dancer wise, it's been a lot of my like teammates or former teammates. And that's just because they know me and they know I'm not just yeah. some like weirdo asking to do a video of them because exactly. it has been kind of a struggle for me. Obviously everyone's so kind. And when I reach out and you probably know exactly what I'm talking about when you reach out, everyone um, is so kind, but when it comes to like, okay, well, you know, would you be willing to do a video tutorial or something like that? Sometimes you don't hear back from people for like a week or so or a few days. And so it's really hard for you to plan your content because if you're relying on other yes. people, you know firsthand, yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. You're relying on other people, especially too, because it's so new. They're like, what is this? Or they're like, can you send me like some more information on this? And it's like, I know I'm a dancer too. Like I, I understand, I promise it's like a real pro cheer blog. That's probably my biggest struggle with getting content in the form of dancers from different teams, just mm -hmm. because either unresponsive or I don't hear back for a little bit, which is totally fair. They don't really know the platform. It's not very like extremely popular right now. It um, will be though. Yes, it will be. It's only five months strong. When you think about it, it's new and you have, I think, really great success, for, you know, having launched for since March. But those are definitely challenges, sometimes clearance of getting things okayed by the team PR or what have you. Sometimes there's... Yes, that's that another big struggle. Yes. It's like they want, to, they want to make a video, but they're like, so you have to send it through this email. Or, you, or I have to get permission first. And that's always, yeah. that's always a bit tough. But I totally yeah. understand because again, I'm a dancer as well. So I understand all of those restrictions. It sucks when it's you trying to create this content and you have like this great idea and you really want to feature one specific person. And then there's all these like obstacles. Yeah. Um, oh God, I can relate. That's definitely- You can relate. <laughs> I can so, so relate because, you know, there's just times where I've done the same thing, reaching out for podcast interviews and, you know, having like the official ask, and then you kind of don't hear back. When we did the feature together and, you know, I'm trying to like do videos and I'm like in my house and they're doing construction yeah. around and just like, this is not, but you did such a great job of putting it together. So I really wasn't sure what was going to come of everything, but your editing and like the whole way that you put it together, like I said, very sleek. And again, that you're doing it all yourself is kind of like mind blowing to me, but I just encourage everybody to just take a look because you can see what she's done with all the other features and content. So what she's done, what you've done, Sam, with everything else. So yeah, I mean, it's that timid sense of like something new and kind of like, I'm not sure. And the only thing I can guarantee people too with the podcast is like being on a team before, you know, you don't want to sound crazy or, you know, having people make you sound stupid in any kind of way. And so it's like, right. trust me, I edit, I'm in to make sure everybody yes. sounds smooth and you know, just kind of feeling good about what you're being a part of, but we do need that interaction from our community to be able to share it. So it's kind of like a give and take for sure. I totally can relate, but yes. keep doing what you're doing because I think as people get comfortable and understand what it's meant to be and your vision for it. And I think just, like I said, taking one look at it, you see, you know, the professionalism and just the intent behind it. So it's a it's a good thing to be a part of. So I encourage everybody who's listening to this podcast to check it out and to, by all means, you know, just providing that feedback, like you said, of like, what do you want to hear about? Just because it helps, like you said, stay inspired and keep producing that kind of content. So I admire what you're doing. I'm, I'm like, you. it's really, I, really, really I well love done. it. <laughs> I, I'm so happy I created it. And yeah. there are definitely are obstacles sometimes, but everything else aside, I, 
have so many goals for it and I believe in it so much. And I know it's only five months in, but give it some time and it's going to be exactly what we need. Yeah, exactly. Everything, like if you search anything, it's always the sideline secrets. Got it. So that's the handle on Instagram is the sideline secrets. Your website is the sideline secrets.com. Yes. Everything is the sideline secrets. Don't forget the, the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's great. So the last question that I had for you was just what was the special highlight for you? It could be starting this platform or just a career highlight, but kind of what is it that you're most proud of in the pro and space? Definitely becoming a part of the professional dance and cheerleading community, becoming an NBA dancer. Um, I, like I said, I, it's been my dream since I was 18, probably even a little bit before that, to be on the specific team that I'm on now. So to get there, I've had like a crazy journey. It's been a tough one for me. So to finally be able to live this out, it's absolutely the highlight of my pro dance and cheer journey. Yeah. Um, but with the website, I'm so proud of it and I love it and I'm going to continue it forever because... I just love giving back to something that has molded my life. And I know that I'm out, you know, helping other aspiring dancers out there. I'm sharing the stories of current dancers that maybe want to share their story and no one really knew it. They can even share it like on their own social media. It's just like a little spotlight of you. So just being able to give back to my community and I'm, you know, able to meet so many amazing people in our space, like you, for instance. Same. I'm so excited we're finally like. I know talking. me too. <laughs> we're already friends. Like I saw you, and I'm like, I know you. We've been friends for like five years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you're yeah. so right. Like, there's so many amazing people, yes. and every time that you connect, it's just such a special connection because of the bond that we have of, of understanding each other and the respect for what we do. You're exactly right. Like what we do is so elite. It doesn't get the credit, but like we are professional athletes in our own profession. People in our space, like people who have done it, it's such a special connection because yes. only a select few of us get to do it. So That's I just so have cool. loved being a part of the community. And I love that I created a space that allows me to like dive even further into the industry and meet people from different teams and like meet coaches and choreographers and I'm just like so blessed that I have this platform and I'm able to continue growing it and really just encompassing everything that we do. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Well, I'm excited to see what's next. I definitely encourage everybody to check it out. I really appreciate your time and being able to chat with you more about it, Sam, because I just think, like I said, creative to creative, it's just inspiring to hear somebody else's journey and putting, because I know how much work probably go I mean I don't know but I can imagine how much work goes into it especially knowing that you're doing it by yourself and so much respect and appreciation so stay encouraged and keep doing it I know it's sometimes hard especially balancing everything else yes, uh, you are a true. superwoman <laughs> you have to inspire yourself <laughs> yeah for motivate sure. yourself mm -hmm. but it's for a great cause and it's for our community so right I am just acknowledging your efforts and thanking you for your time. And I'm just so excited. It's just yay. like, yay. I'll have to see if I can add Denver to the list of uh, my little tour in the spring. Oh, that would be, be really, amazing. really cool. I've never been and I've just, yeah, never been. So oh it would be 
Yes, please come. And one of my best friends, so before we made the NBA dance team we're on together, uh-huh. we would listen to your podcast together. And it's when all like the Mavs stuff was going on, the Mavs dancers getting cut. And I remember uh-huh. her and I, she's my teammate now, her yeah. and I, before we made the dance team, we were like crying listening to your podcast because it just happened and you were the only person that we could go to about anything going on like that. And we're like sitting there crying, like, will we ever even get to dance on like our dream team? Like what's going on? And ever since then, I'm just like, I love you. (laughs) So thank you. Like you're, you're thanking me, but also thank you for everything that you're doing and just like also bringing a platform to our industry. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. You're so welcome in Denver anytime. Like I said, we would love to see you. And I know she would love to meet you in person. (laughs) Well, let's just make it happen. It's going to happen. I don't know when it gets a little warmer over there, but count me in in the spring. Like you said, there's just dreams and goals that you have. And if I could go to, you know, a professional game in every town and see all of their cheerleaders and dancers, I would be a happy happy camper. That's probably what I'll be doing until <laughs> like old gray. I love it. <laughs> if I could hit every stadium, I would be so, so happy, but we'll stay connected. And thank you, thank you again for your time. I'm so no, excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that I got to talk about the platform a little bit more because for me, like my brand isn't my face, you know, so people just see the sideline secrets and they're just like, what is this? So thank you for letting yeah. me come on and talk Absolutely. about my platform a little bit more and just let people know like that's a great place to go if you're aspiring a current dancer a former dancer whatever it is that's where you can go to hear about all things pro dance and pro cheerleading yes well thank you so much for sharing it with the pro cheerleading podcast i sound so motherly i feel like chris jenner but like (laughs) i'm proud of you for just like setting your sights on it especially like you said it's 17 18 years old and just kind of you know having your role models of people that you looked up to that you wanted to emulate doing all that research. And then at this point in your career, wanting to kind of give back and share all of that is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Very, very admirable. I love our profession and people don't realize the impact it can have. Like literally it's been my life and it's made me who I am today. And Mm -hmm. I just, I want everyone to know that that's what our profession does. It's not just about shaking our pom-poms around, Mm -hmm. even though we love that. It's not about that. Like, it's just like any professional sport, you know? Like, you're at the yeah. top of your level. You're at the top of your passion, truly. That's that's the respect that I hope will eventually grow. Like, if you people can look at any other industry, you know, minor leagues for baseball, making it up to the big leagues, like, there's a progression for every professional sport. And we yeah. are athletes in that same vein that train, 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 train have tryouts of our own kind, not a combine necessarily, but like there's a lot that you go through to get to this level. And the more that people understand that, maybe the more respect that they can have for what it takes to do it. And then just our art when we're out there performing and respect us as athletes. I just think that if they could just grasp that, that is the same exact thing, same hard work and dedication to make it at this level. Exactly. It's elite, dang it. It's it, is. Elite. it is, it is. <laughs> I help people all the time. I'm like, we are professional athletes in our own sport. We are. Yep. We're doing the exact same thing. We've worked the exact same amount. You know what I mean? Like we yep. are the same, just in our own different profession. Yeah. And that's just not, I don't think that's fully understood. So that's the goal. We'll help them get it. We'll help them get well, it. Yes. They're going to realize it one day. <laughs> Thank you so much again. I loved this. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcast on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.